You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. What's up, guys? Welcome to Podcast Zero, episode 55. I'm your host, slash co-host, Don Oliveira, East Coast Editor for PSU.com. And with me today, I've got Mike Harrodens. Hello, Mike! Hello, Don! Oh, I just hijacked the shit out of your podcast. I'm sorry. That was too much fun. Uh, I'm going to let you do the real intro now. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. Uh, We are totally leaving that in, by the way. Uh, (laughs) We are leaving that in. Yes, (laughs) guys, we have Don on the podcast today. This is episode 55 of PlayStation Unchained. As Don just said, I'm your host. Actually, I'm I'm not Don, but I'm I'm your host, uh, Mike Herodence. Joining me as ever is my partner in crime, Ben Shillabir Hall. How's it going, Ben? Uh, Pretty good, thank you. And you? <laughs> I'm, I'm a lot better now, Donsi. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, and of course, as if he needs an introduction there, because he just fucking hijacked my intro. <laughs> it's Don Oliveira. How are you doing, Don? Super well. Thank you for inviting me back to your podcast, Mike. I'm glad to be on Unchained. I was on the RD. Uh, GH, yep. GH. <laughs> and that was cool. But I'm just glad to be back on the fucking spiritual successor to Podcast Derail. This shit's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's good to have you here too. And we've been um, trying to get done on for a while now, and it's uh, you know schedules and all that kind of crap. And I, I bowed last week because I, I had a last minute kind of like lunch with my family. So, but we finally got him on this week, so it's all good, guys. Um, well, um, let's um, chew the fat on the uh, news, everyone. And we've actually got some stuff that's just been breaking. Uh, Destiny, um, uh, the servers have been hacked, and they, the uh, guys responsible, Lizard Squad, have been um, talking it up on Twitter. Um, I was actually playing the game, not. Um, about an hour, maybe a bit more ago, and I was kicked off. And naturally, I thought, oh, God, here we go again, virgin internet. You know, what, what the fuck is going on with my internet today? And I tried to log in again, and it wouldn't. And I tried it another two times, and it said, uh, Destiny servers are unavailable. So I thought, okay, this can't, can't be to do with my internet. So I came online, and Ben's like, oh, Lizard Squad are calling responsibility. They're attacking uh, the Destiny servers. So I'm like, wow. So there we go. Uh, yeah, this shit's, um, uh, you know... Oh, I don't even I don't even know where to begin with this. I've got I've got some questions about this. Maybe you guys can help me out. You clearly yeah, sure. know more about this than I do. Okay, so number one, yeah. uh, Lizard Squad. This is is this like fucking anonymous? I don't know. No, I don't nothing think to it do is. with anonymous. No, it's these a, guys. It's a separate, separate brand of uh, just a separate band of, of twats. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. So, and when they attacked Destiny, the did they attack uh, all Destiny servers or just like the PS4 servers? All servers. Uh, Xbox One also had issues. I don't know about 360 or PS3. I can't confirm that yet. But okay. The and did One they went down. did they state why they uh, they wanted to attack it? Of a reason. Of what? I don't know. Why? <laughs> why, why the hurricanes appear? Oh right, yeah, no, nothing, in a, uh, no, no reason at all. Just because of a reason. Yeah, <laughs> they're just being a bunch of assholes, pretty much. Um, okay. Yeah, well, but still- they were. Um, I think these were the guys. Didn't they attack PSN as well? Not too long ago. Yeah, they they yeah. did that for ISIS, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. They they also uh, they also attacked uh, Blizzard a while back. Um, they they. Microsoft. Yeah, they 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 temporarily brought down servers for 
some service for World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, and then Diablo uh, was a little bit messed up um, on on PS4. <clears throat> and then they also, what was it? They there was that fake bomb threat on the plane that there was a yeah. Sony online president. Yeah, yeah, flying on. So that's that's weird. Um, why don't they instead of fucking spending all this time and energy going after ugh, game publishers, they're the worst. Why not fucking try to take down Monsanto's servers or something like that? Like yeah. something that's actually important. Um, but you said you said Chile that they went after ISIS. No, they they were supposedly supporting ISIS. Oh, oh okay. Well then, uh, just for the record. Uh, Chile is the one that called you guys tw- twat. I said <laughs> nothing. You guys are fine. Uh, yeah, well, I, um... I'm British. So I don't fear anything because I fear everything. <laughs> yeah, that's us Brits. Um, yeah, well, it needs to say it was really annoying getting kicked off and just in the middle of doing a mission on um thing. Uh, Don, actually, that reminds me. Do you do you have Destiny? No, not yet. Uh... Oh. I, I really, really do want to play Destiny. I'm just, I kind of saved up all my pennies. Uh, I'm actually going squids. to, yeah, all my squids. <laughs> I just, I caught them all, just put them in my pool. And uh, I'm trading all of the squids I've collected. Uh, and I'm going to Portugal in about a week and a half for oh, two sweet. weeks. So, oh, yeah, so I'm not really buying many games now just because I won't have much time to play them. Uh, I'm trying to get as many hours as I can in at work and then, I'm going to be in Portugal, and then when I come back, for sure, Destiny's definitely on the menu. Okay, well, before we carry on with the news, just one thing about your trip, Don. Business or pleasure, or both? Such pleasure. (laughs) Just no business. Just all pleasure. Uh, Dude, I need to come to Montreal one day, seriously. It sounds like, from what you told me, those strip clubs are just awesome. I seriously need to go there. (laughs) Seriously, the ones over here are just tame compared to the ones over there. Seriously, man. Maybe you can come next September uh, during the next Montreal Comic-Con because I was just at the Montreal Comic-Con 2014 and it was awesome, but we could get to that later. Yeah, actually, you, yeah, talk about that later for sure, man. For well, sure. Well, keeping in with Destiny, guys, um, unsurprisingly, it's top UK charts and it's also the biggest new IP launch ever. Um, the, Damn. Of course, this is the massive shooter from Bungie, um, their first major release, I think first release in general since um, apart from halo uh in terms of uh sales uh the playstation 4 version um sold through uh 46 percent of all copies uh Woo! next up was the uh, xbox one version with uh, 36 and xbox 360 and ps3 with 14 and 4 percent respectively damn um yeah the uh for anyone interested the top five is now destiny the sims 4 watchdogs which is crawled back up again Call of Duty Ghosts, and yes, The Last of Us Remastered, which is pretty damn impressive for a single platform release. Um, but yeah, uh, Destiny, guys, um, this is not a surprise at all for me, top of no. the charts. I mean, we could talk about, you know, you know things like Call of Duty. It's, it's the same kind of thing with Call of Duty and all these other big games. Yeah, you know, Bungie have been hyping this, you know, it's been in development for years. It's even if people hated the game, it's still going to, it's still performed amazingly well so i think they've you know they'll be having roast turkey this christmas i think it's fair to say <laughs> <laughs> well actually in a yeah. way um i don't know if you if you probably can bring this up later what about the metacritic issue that happened because of destiny oh uh, no you could talk about that now dude okay uh you're talking about them having christmas dinner well, because of it just be, just before you get into that chili it's probably gonna be a start i just want to ask two quick questions uh okay. number one do we know what game uh, this new record dethroned, like the the fa- the fastest selling IP 
uh, ever. Like what what game what Shit. game hold that record before Chile? Think, do, you, do you have any idea? I think it was a I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think it was Maybe. a Call of Duty title. Yeah. Okay. And was, are you sure it wasn't Watch Dogs? Yeah, I think it was Watch Dogs. I think yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Um, um, I don't have the details in front of me. Sorry about that. Dom. Okay. It no might problem. have been Watch Dogs. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. and then also just to clarify, uh, the PS4 version outsold yeah. the uh, Xbox One version by what ten percent? Thirty six to forty six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then the Xbox Three Sixty version outsold the PS Three version. Yes, it did. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There's more of a Halo fan base on the Xbox 360, and the Xbox used to be a bigger brand in Europe, in the UK, than the PlayStation. Yeah, back in back back in the last year, and it was Xbox um, pretty much owning PlayStation, funnily enough, and now it's completely reversed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's just it's interesting. All right, Ben, sorry to cut you off, buddy. What were you saying? saying You were talking about the uh, Metacritic thing or something. Yeah. yeah, they will not be getting any bonus. They were going to get a two point five million dollar bonus uh, for yeah. Destiny if it got over a certain Metacritic score, but due to all the user reviews and all the other all the early reviews giving it a, a bad score, they will no, not like, be getting. No, there was no bad scores. Listen, I, IGN giving it a seven point eight is not a bad score. It's, it's, well, Destiny does have its problems, and th- we've been hearing about this stupid crap about like uh, bonuses. Uh, in regards to like Metacritic scores for years now. Do you guys remember there was a huge Fallout, no fucking pun, for Fallout New Vegas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. so much shit for Fallout New Vegas. So screw this. This is just stupid on publishers' part to fucking care that much oh, about I Metacritic. So. I understand I understand that it drives sales of your yeah. game, but it doesn't fucking detract from how much. Like, it's the fucking fastest selling IP ever. Cut the fucking devs a break, you assholes. Anyway. Who gives a shit about you? made your fucking money. Anyway, they're not Fuck this, Don House. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're not getting their bonus now because it had to get over, I think it was 85%. Mm, that sounds about right, yeah. And now, because it's under that, it, it, they won't be getting their bonus money for Christmas. Yeah, this also happened to Deus Ex Human Revolution, uh, Fallout New Vegas, quite a few other games, a lot of games actually behind the scenes. But man, two, what was it, $2.5 million? Yeah, I think it was that. It was ah, like gross. That. Gross. God forbid they just cut it down to $1 million. But no, just saying, oh, you guys get nothing. You guys get nothing. That's retarded. And I don't think the game has been getting, like, low scores. Like, has the game gotten lower than five? Anywhere? It hasn't. I, the lowest I've seen is a six. Okay, well. It, it got. It did get a few. Uh, there were a few sixes, mind. Uh, GameSpot gave it a six. Um, there oh, were a couple damn. of other ma- Yeah, there were a couple of other major sites that gave it a six. Um, I think Giant Bomb gave it a three out of five, which is... Um, yeah, which is... I know it's not bad, but, you know, it's... Um, you know, it kind of evens out to... Um... Yeah, we just, we didn't expect it. Uh, we expected Destiny to kind of, you know, be yeah. be like... Well... Stuff. But it's, everybody's playing it. Everybody, so yeah. that speaks, that speaks volumes. That's, that goes, that speaks more than the, the fucking, um, the review scores of the game. I just, calm down. Everybody just relax. Just enjoy the game. Play it with everybody. Everybody owns it. So play with all your friends. Have fun. And stop worrying about the Metacritic. And as for Activision... Not cool, Activision. I pat you on the nose. Yeah, that's <laughs> bad, Activision. Until next week, bad. if I'm having an interview with it, I don't mind. But till then, <laughs> bad, Activision. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, it's funny. Um, speaking of review scores, I think this is a perfect transition. Uh, we have we have um, Ready at Dawn. Uh, the uh, one of the co-fa- uh, co-founders has actually said that uh, he feels it's lug- ludicrous for anyone to give the game 
a review score of uh, anything under eight. Um, he feels that the um, uh, the ones that have given it a six is uh, pretty much batshit insane. He said it deserves more just on scope and art. Uh, he's not denying the fact that it does have faults, as with every mm. game. But he says, for the life of me, I cannot understand how anyone could rate Destiny the game, uh, Destiny as six. And I think anything under eight for such a game is ludicrous. Um, so there we go. This was um, Andrea Piscino. I probably uh, butchered his name there, but there we go. Um, this is the uh, co-founder of Ready at Dawn. So again, I mean, we've just touched on the review scores. But I um, just for the record, I think I've played enough of Destiny now to form like a decent um, kind of like overall opinion on right. the game. Um, I would actually give the game probably an eight, I reckon, mm-hmm. an eight, maybe an 8.5. But there was one thing I want to say on that. I didn't follow this game very much at all. I didn't really have much interest in it. I don't like online shooters. I said this many, many times, but I was pleasantly surprised by this game. Probably the biggest surprise, as in, oh my God, I actually like this game a lot, that kind of surprise, probably in years. And you nice. know, I really do enjoy the game. So, um, I've, yeah, this game has been a surprise to me, but I wasn't actually taken in by what happened stuff. So, you know, I can understand how people probably were, you know, the next best, the next big thing from Bungie. Oh my God, it's got to be like a Halo beat or a nine out of 10 or 9.5. And then they obviously found whatever was wrong with it, wrong with it. But I wasn't in that camp at all. I was on the outside apart from writing about it with my work. But when I play the beta, um, and then play the main game, completely the main story. I'm up to level 20 now, and I do really, really enjoy it. So, yeah, I have to say, this has been a very, very nice surprise, Destiny. Has, but that's just me. Um, I don't know if you guys have got anything to add on that at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, a 6 a six on 10 from GameSpot. Uh, granted, I just have to say this. I don't own the game. Yeah. I do not own the game. Uh, I did spend hours with the alpha and even more hours uh, with the beta. Sweet. The game doesn't feel... Like, you know, six is a pretty mediocre score. Uh, the, game, mm-hmm. the game does not feel mediocre. It feels no. above average. So, yes. what, I mean, if I were to, it's, it's silly, but if I were to review the beta that I played in terms of, you know, everything that, that was there, I, I, it was, I, I would agree with you, Mike. Maybe like an eight, you know, it was pretty damn good. It was pretty cool. great. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't yeah. perfect, though. No. But no. Um, also, alternatively, do, do, do you, since you, you have more experience with the game, so what yeah. are some of the game's faults? Like, where, where does it kind of, miss its target um that's actually kind of um that's an easy question to answer actually i'd say repetition is the main thing you repeat mm-hmm. the same um you, yeah. you go to the same areas a lot in your missions and the enemies respawn a lot of the time you're fighting largely the same groups of enemies again and you can basically see the same area if you if you go go down that path you can see the same area and fight the same enemies over and over again so that's definitely there there's also it's also a very ambiguous game they don't really tell you a lot there's a lot of stuff to take in i actually had to talk to a lot of the guys ben included about certain things to do and like certain factions you have and i was like i didn't even know about this where does it say this so yeah Mm. there's really not a lot of it doesn't really tell you a lot about the game especially after you hit level 20 which is like there's there's a there's a fine kind of like um bisection in destiny where you got pre you got pre-level 20 and post-level 20 the game is you know certain things open up after 20 and they're not very made very clear so i think it could do a it could have done a lot better job it may you know explaining more about the level leveling system because it changes and all the different kind of thing all the kind of like different like factions you can join and how things work and just, just general game mechanics and stuff. I think it could have been a lot more. It, I wouldn't, I would have actually missed, I actually missed reading instruction manuals. I would have actually like a big thick instruction manual to read through like in the old, old, old days, man. So yeah. Uh, apart from that though, um, 
Uh, no, I can't find anything else. The shooting is spot on. It is so yeah, good. Yeah, it is. It is so good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Wait until you get awesome weapons like my new rocket launcher, which uh, seeks and splits up into multiple rockets when it finds enemies. Yeah, I, I need to unlock some <laughs> of those. Um, definitely, man. Now, I, I like I said, I don't own the game. I never saw any of the uh, level twenty plus content or no. any of the end game content. Um, but like again, I just have to say, like I, I didn't read the game spot review, so no, you know I, we're just focusing on the number. Uh, yeah. We're focusing on the six. The review might have put up uh, some good points. It's just that I don't see how the, you know, the game seemed really good. But at the same time, like to what you were saying, uh, just I'm just. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. I don't have as much experience with you at all. But you said that the game doesn't really uh, give you a good idea of what to do uh, in the, in the, in the, for the end game content. Isn't that what we like about Demon Souls and, and Dark Souls games like that that kind of don't hold your hand? But the, what I can see being the issue is maybe they did a great job of explaining to you uh, the mechanics and the different systems and the different factions, like you were saying, and everything you could do from 1 to 20. But maybe the problem is that after 20... They just kind of drop off, and they're like, "All right, so now you got to figure things out for yourself." Um, maybe, maybe they didn't, you know, position that so well in the game. But don't we like figuring things out for ourselves? Like, don't we like games not holding our hands? Um, we. I'm just yeah. playing devil's advocate. No, 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 I don't no, know no, anything. No, I don't know anything about the game. <laughs> no, 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 that's perfectly fine, man. I'm glad you did. Uh, yeah, to a certain extent, there is. But I think when it's something as fundamental as how to level up your character, I think they just could have been a little bit more. Um, open about that because there's been i mean ben you said yourself you literally had to tell everyone how to do this didn't you because yeah, they didn't know. everyone kept Every- saying oh, how are you over 20 what what are you doing there why have you got that how have you got this over what's 20? going on yeah yeah I'm, I'm level 26 nearly 27 oh okay i thought the so i know i must be wrong i thought the level cap was 20 no it's 30 i think well it's oh, okay weird. you've got your normal experience cap of 20 yeah um and then once you reach 20 gear has something called light yeah. Light will boost your stats and your abilities above the level 20 cap. Um, the light cap right now is 30. Um, so you will be, have the same stats and the abilities of a level 30, but you'll be level 20. Also, as you kill stuff at level 20, you still get experience points for your weapons, abilities, and your armor. So you can still level up other things, even if you yourself are max level. Okay, so it's kind of like the Paragon levels in Diablo. Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. okay cool that's great um cool. so yeah that's how that works cool yeah well um i uh i think we should move on from destiny for a bit um unless you've got anything else to say guys nothing i, I would say that oh. I, I would if i'm giving it time i would have probably given it about a six or a seven because uh, hmm. a lot of people seem to have rushed to review and given it a six and seven because they wanted it out straight away okay i see uh here's here's my my opinion i think that uh, much like a lot of the games that it's being compared to, much like Borderlands or even kind of like Diablo, uh, if we look back to when Diablo came out, it was bare bones. Diablo 3, I mean, and it was terrible. And I could have reviewed that game and given it a 5 or a 6 for how mediocre it was. Uh, I, given it a year and a half, two years, the game like tripled, almost quadrupled in content. And hearing what Bungie wants to do for Destiny, I wouldn't be surprised that if in... A year or two years, uh, given all the content they want to add, uh, given all the support they want to give to the game, if it's just this rep- problem of repetition is completely gone. I wouldn't be surprised if that whole issue with repetition is just a non-issue anymore. 
uh, once they actually start rolling out all the content that they're planning. And they're planning oh, yeah, on releasing yeah. DLC soon, right? Yeah, they've they got loads of stuff to come. Exactly. They've got the weekly events. They've just started all sorts of different things. They've Yeah, there's so much there. Really, there's such a lot of stuff. This game is, this game is going to be in your um, PS3 um, for a long... Well, unless you download it digitally. <laughs> You're yeah. going to be playing this game a hell of a lot. I can see myself... Oh. Yeah. Is it uh, another question? Sorry, guys. Uh, just to, right. to, to hold on, Destiny, for a little bit. Is it is it cross-platform play like PS3, uh, PS4? Uh, Damn, that's really. A, I have a problem with that, man. Uh, I wish more games would just. I hate that some of my friends own Diablo on Xbox One, and some of my friends own Diablo on PS3, and I'm playing on PS4, and I can't play with them. That's silly. This just but, seems archaic. But, you know, I understand the Sony Microsoft yeah. uh, server communication that might be an issue. But PS3, PC, and PS4, I mean, Portal did it. Come on, guys. Come on. But yeah. if you purchase the PS3 version, you get the PS4 version yeah. for free. And your character will transfer over from PS3 to PS4. Um, so Wait, what are, you, are you talking about Destiny? Yeah, Destiny. Yep. Cool. You get the PS4 version for free? I had no idea. Yeah, if you buy the digital version of Destiny before, I think, end of next month. You'll get a free copy of the PS4 version, and you can still access the PS3 version even if you got the that's PS4. That's amazing. That's awesome. Good job. Yeah. See, that's smart. Um, well, it kind of pissed me off, actually. <laughs> why? Well, because the pre-order scheme for the transfer transfer the, well, the PS3 to PS4 version was announced about three days before launch. Mm. So anyone who purchased pre-purchased on the PS4 can't therefore get the get on the PS3 as well because. Uh, it only works when people purchase the PS3 version. So if you're preloaded, okay. you're screwed. Yeah, they. Yeah, we, you know, we're still in the infancy phase of this whole uh, console preloading and pre-ordering. It's yeah. great that we have it, but there's definitely still a few yeah. uh, kinks that they have to iron out. You know, like refunding and pre-ordering another version. Yeah, that's all pretty yeah. silly. You're right. Well, no, it's no. Sony actually refu- uh, helped anyone who wanted the PS4 collector's edition after that got announced. Uh, mm-hmm. But there, there was no way to sort this out because people had already paid and downloaded the PS4 version. Yeah, I remember uh, when <laughs> when Bungie announced like another edition, like just what you were saying. Uh, people were pre-ordering Destiny, and then Bungie announced a like a collector's edition, just like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, the, the reason why people why they Sony was probably refunding people is because people like yeah. fans were losing their minds. I remember seeing the post on the PlayStation blog, and just scroll down to the comment section. It was just pretty much. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, these guys have a valid argument." Um, Wait, that, that just sounds like a normal blog post to me, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> regular ass comments. Oh, uh, cool. Well, all right, thank you, Destiny. Let's. Uh, so, yeah. what's the next game? What's next? Cool. Uh well, this is we're ent- entering our TGS territory here. We've got uh, uh, Square Enix uh, confirming Final Fantasy uh, Type Zero HD will be out. Uh, in the US and Europe in March 2015. I think it's March 17th for the US. Uh, ooh, one day before my birthday. March, uh, from what I can tell, March 17th for, Europe, for US, March 19th for Japan, yeah. and March 20th, 20th. for UK. Yeah, yeah it's all three days. March 18th, I think, for Europe. Oh, cool, cool. So Sweet. we get Sweet. it last. For... Yeah, we get it last. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is this an HD phone game? No, uh, what's Type Zero? The PSP? Uh, this is the uh, PSP uh, Type Zero remastered for PlayStation Four and Xbox One, and it's also coming with. It's all going to give you access to a demo of Final Fantasy Fifteen as well. Cool. Um, and this is going to be uh, surrounding the um, opening segments of the game, and um, we haven't got a release date on Final Fantasy Fifteen yet. You know, the full game yet. I don't, I'm not sure when they're um, starting to bring that out, but yeah. Um, Final 2017. Fantasy... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. They are uh, Final Fantasy Type Zero, though. People have been crying out for this game on PSP for ages, for um, at least in the West, and they're finally actually updating it for um, uh, Europe and Amer- uh, America for um, uh, the um, new generation of consoles. So that's pretty cool. And, um, you know, Final Fantasy XV demo. Um, I can't see anything bad to come from this. Um, I... I'm not really. I don't really follow the Final Fantasy games. Like I said, I've only really played seven, and so I can't really comment on that. But um, this is good news, though, right? I mean, you two are massive art JRPG fans. You must be pretty um, happy about this, uh, Don. I think it's cool. I just don't think that Final Fantasy is in a position anymore where Square Enix can uh, add that much value to a demo. It used to be that um, a demo would be included on a, on a disc. Uh, like there, what was it? There was a, like a demo from F, uh, for FF8 on what game, Chili? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. Oh god. I don't know, but they used uh, to oh, sell no. uh, I, oh, I remember a demo for FF12 on Dragon Quest 8. Oh, yeah, uh yeah. and they used to sell games for Final Fantasy demos. Now, Final Fantasy has fallen off the wagon. It's like your fucking drunk uncle who has like a heroin issue now. <laughs> um so like it is not that va- it is not valuable enough anymore to be like exclusive demo in this game. So I I think that if they don't release that demo uh, on the store, they're just they're just messing up there. But I do think it's cool that they're finally bringing that stuff over uh, to PS4. Oh, speaking of PS4, holy shit, we need to go back to Destiny. I'm so sorry, I got derailed. But Mike, no, I just it. wanted to know, uh, wh- you're are you playing on PS3 or PS4 for Destiny? PS4. Nice. Okay, thank God. Okay, that's all I need to know. Yeah, so when I come gonna, back I, from Portugal. Yeah, I was actually going to say we got definitely got a hook up on Destiny, man. <laughs> oh my God, we just got a hook up in general. Hook up in general. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Oh so, uh, anything else uh, interesting? Oh, sorry, Chili. What do you think about the whole uh, Final Fantasy 15 demo and Type Zero coming to PS4? I, I can't wait. I really can't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I had yeah. a feeling. The you'd demo say that. is four hours long. So. Four hours. Wow. Four hours. Yeah, long. To, yeah, they said three to four hours. That's probably not even one percent of the final game. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. Cool, man. It takes about three to four hours to beat it. Oh, I can't wait. Awesome. Well, um, moving on to um, keeping keeping it in Japan. Uh, they've uh, Sony has announced that PlayStation Four is Sony uh, is the company's fastest fastest selling video games console in Asia. Uh, this uh, beats out the uh, previous record held by the, you've guessed it, the PS2, which was followed by the PS3, obviously then PS1. Um, not only that, but since uh, PS4 launched uh, last November, actually, uh, no, not last November, because it was um, February, wasn't it, in um, Asia? Is that right? It was February, the PS4? No, I think it's yeah. only, only really just been announced. In... Do you mean actually in China or do you mean in uh, Japan? In, in Asian territories, I'm pretty sure the PS4 came out in February, yeah, didn't it? it? Came yeah, out about then, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, well, since that, since it came out in Asia, PlaceStation Vita sales have jumped 25% in the region. So, um, obviously, um, that, that, that's pretty cool to see. Uh, and PS4 is obviously sold over 10 million units worldwide, um, beating out the Xbox One considerably uh, at this current stage in its life cycle. Um, Great news for Sony there, guys. Um, PS4 is just smashing all these records, man. I, I really think this is... Um, I still don't like getting into the whole debate on whether it's going to outsell a PS4, but this is definitely their best console, you know, best-performing console since the PS4 in terms Wait, of... The, the PS4 is going to outsell the PS4. Did I say that? I meant PS2. <laughs> paradox. Created <laughs> <laughs> of time paradox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, P- whether it's going to... PS4 is going to beat PS2, should I say, but... It's definitely um, it is re- it, it, what it's doing is great though. It, it really is. Um, I think it's fantastic because with smartphones and tablets and all this kind of stuff, people are always going to 
and like putting down consoles like oh yeah but you know that they're not going to sell anymore people aren't really they're not going to pay for like a big box anymore like spend like whatever it is three four hundred dollars anymore but they are man and it is doing great so um as for ps vita well that's that i think they've um pretty much ps vita is just now officially like a companion device now they've they've given up they even said that a few weeks ago that they're not, we're not going to see any more Killzone and uh, no Killzone and um, Uncharted like games, which I just I could I I could write I could go off on a whole new podcast about PSV. I think it's I think they fuck, fucking let that thing down so <laughs> I really do. I just think I feel like we've been saying that for years. Yeah, I know. We have. It's just, <laughs> I'm sorry, but look 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 at P. I know it's a time period, but PSP. It sold pretty damn well. Not not great like the DS, but it sold pretty well, and it got some massive AAA games. PS Vita got a couple, and that was it. It's like that console has just got so much. But uh, you know what? No, I'm not going to even start seriously. So PS4 <laughs> guys, what do we what do we think of that? <laughs> you guys want to hear our real rants about the PS Vita being awesome but not selling well? Go back about like a year and a half and listen to some old <laughs> derailed oh, episodes. Go, go a couple of months ago. Yeah, no, we, we talk about well. it. Hell, go last week, up. maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And go next week, too. Make sure to stay tuned to PlayStation Unchained, and you'll hear more about how every it's time, sad. Every time PSV is mentioned, it's like, oh, God, why? You know, <laughs> Sony, yeah. Uh, but uh, good news for PS4, right, guys? Hey, uh, I, I, yeah. at least I've got some good news for Microsoft in Japan as well. Oh, yeah, do you want to read that out? <laughs> uh, yeah, they've got, the, they've, got a, they've got a title this, this week as well. They have. Yeah, they've 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 got they've broken records. They've surely broken these records really well. Yeah, they have. They, a, yeah. they have a prestigious honor of being what is it, Chile? Uh, the worst I ever feel... console sold in Japan. <laughs> in no the, way. In the last fifteen years. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, the, the, last... the worst ever in the last fifteen years. Yeah, yeah ever. Let's launch. Yeah. 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 The only, only thing that's ever out, that done worse is the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Oh my so god! It's not the worst. So then it's not the worst ever. That's a handheld, and you know something about just yeah. very long. <laughs> That's just uh, surprising uh, to me. Okay, that sucks. We'll, we'll throw a few numbers. The if I'm right, the Xbox, uh, X, the original Xbox sold 123,000 units in four yep. days. The PS, uh, uh, the Xbox 360 sold 63,000 units in four days. Mm-hmm. The Xbox One in four days has sold 23,000 units. <laughs> mm. Now we can speculate on why do you guys think that is? Why do you guys think that Japan isn't uh, migrating to the Xbox One? Because I think the Xbox One is pretty cool, man. Uh, it's a pretty cool machine, and you know a lot of the games that we love on PS4 are also on uh, Xbox One. But I wonder if it's because it's Microsoft, man. They just never yeah. talk to it. They just don't take to it. It's an American-made machine. The uh, mm-hmm. games are. Um, there's a perception about the game. I think the games there are not what Japanese gamers like playing. Yeah. They have to. They, they, I mean, they tried. Um, I know the Xbox Set 360 actually. Did, they did try and make a concerted effort yeah. to get Japanese publishers on board, and they did get some exclusive content there. But it, you know, it didn't really make much of an impact. So. It's it, it's just that man. It's just the legacy, the Xbox legacy in Japan. It's just um, you know, I don't I don't think it's I don't think they can come back from that. You know. I also think I've realised another reason why it's as you know for us X means yes and circle means no kind of thing. Yeah. In Japan, it's the opposite way around. So technically, it's the no box. The no box. <laughs> Chili, you're fired. i'm just going by the way that they use the x for the no and the circle for the accept 
Well, here's a question. What games did it launch with over there? Did they have any exclusive games that weren't like released in Europe at all, you know, to cater to Japanese, or did they just roll it out with Dead Rising and all that kind of yeah, stuff? Dead Rising, Forza, Rise, yeah. um, Titanfall? Titanfalling. Titan fading, I mean. Um, yeah. You hate! You have so much hate in you! Titan failing? Did you did you try playing it? Yeah, I did. Well, I tried, but my laptop crashed. But yeah, actually, to be honest, it is a good game. I'll give it that. <laughs> I haven't played an Xbox One, though, but I want. I really, I want to. I mean, I want to get the thing. I, I mean, I really. I'm the Master Chief Collection. I never played yeah. all the Halo games. That that's right up my street. No hate here yeah. from me. I'm you know. Yeah, I'll be getting it for the, X, the Halo Collection and. Yeah. Uh, um, there was yeah. another game as well I wanted. Um, oh, damn it. Rise, son of Rome. Well, no, I'll get it on PC. <laughs> No, uh, Killer Instinct with two characters in it. <laughs> <laughs> Not two characters. Who would I pick? <laughs> Don, do you have an Xbox One, or have you just like played one around your mate's house or something? Yeah, my my buddy's got one. Um, oh. if, if fucking, I wish I had an Xbox One. Unfortunately, all my squids went to the airport. <laughs> uh, but it'd be cool. I, I just, to be honest, man, I don't think I'm gonna need an Xbox One ever. I'm saying that now. If things. Can- change but i have a ps4 and i just i'm loving my ps4 and i don't see mm. a reason right now not even in the future i don't really see a reason to get an xbox one um but i mean that might change i mean it'll take a few heavy hitting games yeah uh, uh, and uh, obviously a price drop i remember the game i want for it what is it What's that? how could i forget it it's goat of the year goat simulator oh goat simulator <laughs> that game looks awesome i'm not even kidding <laughs> that game awesome. looks like fun <laughs> it, is, it is an amazing. I have it on PC already, but I want it on Xbox One. I'll okay, buy an well... Xbox One for it, and I'll buy it on PlayStation as well. I'll buy all the Goat Simulator games. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what else looks awesome? Uh, Let's just farms. hope they don't milk the franchise. Yuck, yuck. yuck. Ah, <laughs> that would have been amazing. That was kind of and... goat cheesy of you. <laughs> Uh, not as good but still good but Mike that was awesome um, cheers I couldn't uh, resist yeah. um, fuck I'm just I think I, I think my joke just, is just thrown everyone yeah, you off just melted my brain well do you want to do so, I'll do some quick fire news stories guys if you um, if you were trying to think what to say next uh, we got uh, Final Fantasy Yagito coming to PS Vita in Japan this was the uh, this is a PS Vita port of the mobile exclusive RPG which is going to be free to play uh, with microtransactions. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Fighter Phantom Pain. Uh, con- <laughs> yes. Sorry, I was just trying to contain myself. <laughs> okay, I thought you were having a fit. All right, then. Um, Metal Gear Solid Fighter Phantom Pain is coming out in 2015. Uh, Hideo Kojima is confirmed. I think we all knew that already, but, you know, he's reiterated, so that's cool. Um, we're just coming out to the last March. news story or two, so if you've got anything. Um, did, did you just say March? 2015, I said. March is gonna be amazing. Final Fantasy right. and Mel Gear. Well they haven't actually I don't think they've actually said March, have they? They just said no, two thousand fifteen. They won't actually give a specific release date. Okay. Yeah. I might see if I can get my name down for doing the review for Final Fantasy actually. Maybe I'll cool. talk Dane. Um, is that the Agito one you were talking about? No, I was talking about Type Zero for a second. Oh, right, cool. I was going to say, because the Agito yeah. is um, only Japan here. Yeah. Um, uh, well, we're just coming up to the last couple of stories now. Uh, did you have anything to say previously there, Don? It sounded like you were you were trying to remember something. No, I... Um, you mentioned Metal Gear, and I just kind yeah. of took off my pants, <laughs> and I'm just going to mute my mic now and just... When, uh, when I'm done, I'll let you guys know. Okay. But, uh, it'll only take me, like, 45 seconds, anyways. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, 
talking about Metal Gear, did you see that new trailer with the new companion? The I haven't amazing. checked it out yet. I haven't. I did check oh. out the new clothing line that I got, though. <laughs> uh, cool. You can, have, you can uh, have a dog as a companion. Very cool. Don't say much more about it. I'm doing this. Th- I heard about the dog, but I'm doing this thing where I'm kind of just fucking closing media my blackout. eyes and ears. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Media blackout yeah. for Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I know my my, my buddy that I I uh, have a, a channel with on YouTube kind of always watches these things and really wants to talk to me about them all the time, and I'm always letting him down. But no, um, I got burned with Metal Gear Solid Four. I remember all the amazing trailers that Kojima was putting out. A lot of the trailers yeah. included some of the best parts of the game. Yeah, they and did. then yeah. yeah, and then at one part, and one part of one of the trailers, uh, about six months before the game came out, they showed um, Snake. They showed Rex and Ray in a fight, like Rex versus Ray. Yeah. And that was too much for me. That was the end, end, end of the game. And I, that was, I was just like, nope, nope, too bad. You guys, that's. That, that's, I understand that's amazing, but I was sold already. You did not need to spoil that part of the game. Yeah. I was sold already. I didn't need to see Rex fighting Ray. And then it hit me that, holy shit, um, Kojima Productions, like their marketing team, just fucking shoots for the fucking moon with their trailers. So I'm sold for Phantom Pain already. I know I'm going to buy it. I love the Ground Zeroes. I know that Phantom Pain is going to be even better. I'm super sold. There's no reason for me to watch a trailer. I'm already sold. Watching another trailer isn't going to sell me anymore. It's just going to make me want to kill myself that the game isn't out yet. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm already sold. I don't need to see anymore. The more I see, the more it gets spoiled for me. I'd love to just put the game in and then have my mind blown. And I, I'll be late to the party, but I don't give a shit. I don't care about being late for to play Destiny if I'm like two months late or whatever. Jesus Christ, I hate the whole you have to play a game when it comes out. I still haven't played GTA Five yet. Oh, and I'm dude, win- dude, snap. Sorry, I was just literally going to say I haven't even played GTA Five a year after it came out. <laughs> you see, that's why me yeah. and Mike are brothers. You see, we understand each other. <laughs> brother, brother, you know, the- brother, mother. Exactly. The PS4 version is going to come out and we're going to enjoy it that way. I don't, it was fucking, yeah. You don't have to play Grand Theft Auto to be like a quote-unquote video game journalist. Like, but I understand it's good to be in the know and it's good yeah. to have relevant information. Uh, that's fine. So like, read articles and stuff. You don't yeah, have to. Exactly. I, and the thing is, it's not like we're not playing any games. We're just no, not we're playing. playing loads. Just not, exactly. You know, you just, sometimes you just want to save one of those games for your own time. You know, you don't want exactly. to just jump in and you know jump in with everyone else. And plus, what's the point of having the same opinion or playing the exact same games as everybody else? Isn't it exactly. cool if everybody else is playing GTA Five and you play some cool retro game, or if you just keep playing Resident Evil One, Two, Three in Mike's case? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's GTA Vice City stories at the moment. <laughs> oh, cool! Very cool. I-, I can't wait to next year where we can hear him play Resident Evil One, Two, Three, Four, Five, and then Ooh. One HD again. I have a question oh, for yes. Mike. Yes, yes uh, Mike. I have a question for you, brother. Um, yeah, go for it, man. I never played Resident Evil Revelations. Um, ah, okay. And Capcom has announced Resident Evil Revelations 2. Yep. So, number one, how do you feel about that announcement? And number two, <laughs> do you think that I should play Revelations 1 and for- shell out the cash for it, or should I just wait for Revelations 2? Right, okay. I had a feeling that was coming, but um, that's cool, man. Uh, glad to answer that. Um, Resident Evil Revelations 2... Uh, this is. I'm excited by this. It looks much. It looks a lot like the first one, which was a lot more survival horror esque. 
I'm very pleased that Claire's coming back because she hasn't had a starring role for ages, not since Co Veronica, because uh, yeah, cameo, awesome. cameo appearances don't count. They're not canon. So it's the same with Barry and Rebecca in Resi 5 Mercenaries. They're not canon. So wait, wait, wait. what? Uh, sorry to cut you off. What um, what game has she made a cameo appearance in? I don't remember. Uh, oh, um, Claire was in um, Resident Evil Mercenaries 3D on the 3DS. Oh, okay. Well, okay, not, cool. Yeah, um, that's uh, pretty much it, I think. And the uh, and Co Veronica Gun Survivor too, which is a little yeah. shit, but yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, apart from uh, then, we have the uh, thing about Moira Burton. Now, I'm in two minds about this. I'm I'm really glad that they've got a link to Barry there, and I didn't think it would be his daughter. That that's kind of cool. But at the same time, part of me is just thinking, why don't they just use Barry? What's it going to take to use fucking Barry Burton? You know. But Seriously. at the same at the same time, he would be kind of old now. He'd probably be in his late fifties. But I'm sure they could figure it. I'm sure that they could have him in there somewhere. And I I still think that I reckon he will be in the game in some capacity. But I just think it's sad that we haven't got to play as Barry in a proper Resident Evil game, like as part of a story. And if anyone's thinking, uh, Resident Evil Gaiden, that doesn't count because it's not canon. Because <laughs> I think pretty sure that Leon dies in that because he gets infected. But that's not a canon story. So, yeah, uh, that doesn't count. But, yeah, um, in terms of the gameplay, man, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for that, really. I'm excited by this. The locations look great. It's like a um, disused detention facility or something. It looks really, really good, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I kind of, kind of um, part of me would have loved to have seen Rebecca in Moira's place because I, I uh, Rebecca's one we haven't seen for ages and I just don't know why they're so reluctant to, to revisit some of those characters but I'm happy I am happy so far I just hope they are burying it in some form yeah uh, they, they, there's a lack of manly characters with big beards as yes protagonists yeah. where's the where's the big bearded characters exactly. Man, Barry Burton Barry. Barry Burton carrying the torch so uh should I wait for Revelations 2 or should I play uh Revelations 1 and then play 2 at um, some later date I don't think they're related in the story, in story wise, as far as I know. But I would definitely play Revelations. I thought it was great. It's a lot more. Um, yes. It's it's a lot more um, closer to the uh, the older Resident Evil games, but it still has the Resident Evil Four gameplay. Uh, it's got a cool battle mode as well, and Chris and Jill are in it, man. So you know you can't go wrong yeah. with that. There are some bad parts about it. It has some shit secondary characters, and when you play to them, they're usually <laughs> the worst part of the games. There's some guy in there called jackass which is his code name and grinder those two are just a pair of fucking bellends they seriously Did you are say jackass jack yeah his code name's jackass yeah and he is a jack it's very fitting he's, oh, he's an absolute be- he's an absolute bellend seriously the um easily <laughs> two of the worst characters you will ever find in a resident evil game um it's just like what the fuck were they thinking there it's like uh guys we need yeah we need to uh, get two more characters in this game. It's not quite complete. It's like they're like just finishing their coffee before they go home. Uh, all right, let's <laughs> Jackass and Grinder. Yeah, a black dude, a skinny black dude, and a skinny white guy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there you go. Slap him in. That's <laughs> Wait, it. aren't these already characters from Gears of War? Yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. Let's just finish. Yeah, up, so guys. that's a load of bollocks. But apart from that, yeah, I recommend it, man. Bottom line, I do recommend it. Yeah, but, um, if all I right. had a choice between buying one or the other, like you already had enough money or you're really interested in one, I'd probably go for two just because of Claire. Okay. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, it's um, but yeah, it's uh, the the enemies aren't zombies. In case you're wondering, in uh, Revelations, they're like these ooze creatures, but they uh, they That's move, they, they move like zombies, and you can tell that zombies were in the game originally, and they just done a palette swap. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, That's but fine. it's no, it's good, man. It is good. 
All right. Cool. Very cool. Clickers clickers aren't really zombies anyway. And fucking no, Last of Us is like the best zombie game. So, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I, I, I threw you guys off with that question. But, I, no, uh, it's cool, man. Well, I was just going to read out the last news story anyway. Um, surprise, surprise to end with another Destiny one, but I think it's fair because it is Destiny. It's big now at the moment. Uh, PlayStation 4 sounds in the UK have spiked a massive 300% following the launch of Destiny. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, not only that, but um, despite the fact that Microsoft also posted strong uh, Xbox One sales due to the launch of the shareable sh- shooter, um, the PS4 was still able to outsell the Xbox One in terms of hardware by a ratio of two to one. Also, it's interesting to note that the PS3 also managed to perform well and it outsold the Xbox 360 in terms of hardware. It's worth noting that PS4 and PS3 both had hardware bundles, including Destiny, which no doubt facilitated sales. So there we go. Overall, it's been a great week for Destiny and a great week for Sony as well. Um, we, we we chatted Destiny a lot in this podcast. Um, if you guys have anything to say on this at all, I think it's great. obviously great news for Sony um, mm-hmm. that they're taking back the UK from Microsoft because, as I said, well, Ben said previously, it was a pretty much a, a Microsoft zone with uh, 360 out of 7PS3. So um, great, as far as I can see. I don't really have much, in, uh, much more to add than that. I don't know about you guys. I, got, I just, I just want to say... Yeah. If you're buying Destiny on PS3, what is your problem? What is your deal? Get a second job and shell some squids out for a PS4 and just play the PS4 version. Come yeah, on. Yeah, that's first. That's where it's at, man. You get the um, visual, the extra visual overhaul, and you get the exclusive content as well. Well, no, the exclusive content's on PS3 as well. Yeah, I know, but you get like the with PS4, you get like it's the definitive version in it because you get the next yeah. experience. For what, whatever you know, for what what it is. And if you have to get a PS3 copy, make sure you buy digital. Yeah, yeah, because you get the PS4 version, don't you? Yeah, yeah, for free. Cool. Cool. I'm actually doing the uh, digital only thing on my PS4. I have a ton of PS4 games, only one retail box, and it's Infamous Second Son, just because a buddy bought it for me. But uh huh. Everything else digital, and I'm loving it. I've got. I'm just looking at my shelf. I've got uh, Assassin's Creed and Battlefield uh, and Destiny. I bought games, and I've got a couple of. um, games sent from publishers but i got a couple of digital games as well uh, to be honest like with music i probably will go digital it's just simply because i'm running out of space seriously yeah. no more space for music so i download games now because i i've said this before but i'm a i like having a physical copy of something it's just how i am i like having a game you know in the case and stuff but I, i'm just running out of space so it's not um it's not um kind of like a good choice to keep buying stuff so i'll probably right. go with digital yeah, but not only that, like, I know that in the case of uh, Battlefield 4 and Assassin's Creed 4, um, some retailers had some really uh, great price price drops, like, for, for the retail version that you haven't seen uh, on the digital version. Like, I, I know that Assassin's Creed 4 has, has been, like, 20 squids or $20 or whatever, <laughs> uh, yeah. which is a great price, but they, they've, they haven't dropped the price on the store. So there's, there's that argument, too. Sometimes retailers drop prices lower, sometimes the game during like some flash sales is even yep. cheaper digitally so a good mix of both totally man okay boys we will or men or whatever lads <laughs> we just we have um we've got about six reviews to read out so what we're going to do we're going to go through this briefly and then don is going to tell us about his awesome experience at the uh montreal comic con next if that's okay with you don yeah yeah awesome man so um Let's kick things off with a game that I'm probably going to have struggle to pronounce, so I might have to ask Ben because he reviewed it. Uh, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja <laughs> Star Revolution. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's right. Cool. Okay, how, what is this? Like, Naruto 12? Like, how many games have there been? Is it an annualized franchise? Yes, an annualized franchise, but um, 
you've got every two years you got your main actual game that carries on with the storyline. Oh and yeah. And then every the other opposite year you've got like a spin-off game. Oh right, yeah. You uh, you mentioned that. Um, Ben, sorry, um, Ben gave us an eight out of ten. The final words: uh, Naruto UNS Revolution will appeal to fans of the series, but disappointingly, the game comes off anything meaningful to the story. So, like you said, this is just like the spin-off kind of game, is it? The spin-off year or whatever? Yeah, this is, uh, next year will be like the main. Well, in Full fact, game. the actual manga is ending this year, so next year should be the game that ends. This well, this is the last game in the Storm series. Okay. So next game is going to be a new series. Sweet. Okay, so just to just to clarify and just just to put things in perspective here, you gave this game an eight, right? Yep. He um, you, yeah. sorry, and you, you said that Dest- you would give Destiny a six point five or a seven, right? Yeah, seven. So would you recommend if someone had to buy one game, would you recommend <laughs> Destiny or Naruto fifteen? It depends if you're a fan of Naruto. Very good point because they are very different games. Yeah, yeah um, one's a shooting game and one's a fighting game. Hmm, you're lucky, Ben. You saved <laughs> yourself there. The internet was about to swallow you whole. I'm surprised about Ben. I am fat enough that I will eat the rest of the internet. <laughs> I'm surprised about Ben because you seem to really like Destiny. It sounds like you like it more than a seven, so I'm a bit surprised at that. Oh, I like it, but I know that there's a lot of flaws, and uh, I love it. Yeah, I know that people that don't like those sort of things. Mm. Hate oh, that. with your object- objective cap on, fair enough. That's yeah. cool. Okay, um, if just I get, be- I'll give it ten out of ten. Amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, amazing. <laughs> well, as amazing. for Naruto, <laughs> amazing. Uh, as for Naruto, I'll uh, just I'll wrap this up quickly. Uh, you like the uh, graphics? Really impressive times. With brilliant anime cutscenes. Uh, team Ultimate. Uh, team Ultimate. Ju- what's that? How do you say that? Jutsus. Jutsu. Jutsu. Oh, sorry. Jutsu. <laughs> I'm a welcome addition. Um, however, you dislike the uh, the choppy frame rate and the poor draw distance. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll add to that. I love the fact that if you have Naruto and his father in your team when you yeah. start a fight, when you do your Majutsu, um they do a bro fist at the end. Bro fist. Oh. Um, if you've got Hinata, which is the love interest for Naruto in the show, uh, they're holding hands and she's crying at the start of the attack. <laughs> she's so happy. Oh, bless. Yeah, <laughs> um, next, next up, guys, we've got... Uh, this is from Chris. Uh, the Last Tinker City of Colours. Um, this is... Uh, parents looking for an age-appropriate adventure for their young gamers should give The Last Tinker a look. Otherwise, um, others will find it forgettable. Uh, he liked the... Uh, fact, it's a nice game for kids, uh, the awesome music, and the combat eventually gets fun. However, he just liked the fact the puzzles are a waste of time, uh, the plot gets lost, and the platforming sections are limited. Uh, that's a 6 out of 10, then from chris uh clement who is also our technical wizard who's done a lot of great work he is, our wiz- he is a wizard yeah he is um next up we have um flocker's review from <laughs> sorry <laughs> by simon by simon sayers <laughs> I, I still think it's sad that um simon seagull had to leave Yes, it's a shame. Uh, Don, we'll tell you about what that means afterwards, don't worry. Uh, All right. Yeah, don't worry about it. It will make sense. Uh, Final word. Overly familiar and lacking variation, Flocker still manages to embrace for one more go mentality with its semi-addictive blend of strategy and sheep culling. Uh, 6.5 out of 10. uh, Pluses, strong level design issues. There's always a new challenge ahead. Uh, Often engaging and intense. Watching your poor sheep die (laughs) matters. And the fact that um, it will uh, will appeal to those who, chan- who like a challenge plays on that one more go mentality. 
However, he disliked the fact that it's uh, been there, done that, uh, lacking, uh, lacks innovations in any form. Uh, the stunted range of abilities and the try and ever gameplay can be frustrating. Uh, and that did, was Flocker's review. Didn't we review it before? Oh, uh, it says September 16th on here, so I'm, I'm just sure, going... I know he did it recently, but I'm sure, I'm sure that was a game we pissed off Team 17 with at one point. Oh, no, that was Frogger. Ah, okay. Frog by Richard Archer, yeah. <laughs> like the, the, the PS3 version? The yeah. PlayStation Network? We pissed... The game with four trophies? How, how, did, how did you guys piss that? The game was terrible. Gave it a 2 out of 10, and they were very angry about it, to be honest. Well, no, I, think it, I think it was the comment. I think it was the comment that made them angry more than the actual score. Yeah, he said something like they dreamt it up down the pub or something. Yeah, they must like. have gone down to the pub to, cro- to code it or something yeah, like that. Some- but uh, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there we go. Uh, it's worth noting that Richard is no longer with us. Um, Minecraft PS4 review. Uh, this is by, oh crap, I skipped that. Uh, I was by Tim, Timothy Nunes, the legend, Mr. Nuna himself. Uh, this gave us an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, he um, liked the fact it has a bigger world, the beautifully facilitating controls, and the liberationism as it, at its best. God, that's a mouthful. Thank you for that, Tim. Oh, God, that sounded so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, negatives, uh, the chest storage glitch, uh, the rare conditional performance drops, and the fact that it has invite problems in split-screen mode. Uh, that was Minecraft on the PS4. That That's a phenomenon, Minecraft is. Wow. That is... Uh, I never really understood Minecraft, but there we go. Maybe I'm just an old git. Um, bit, uh, next up, we have, um, as I said, we have six to get through. This is number five, again, by Chris Clement. This is Mur- uh, Murasaka baby um, he gave this a 6 out of 10 final word uh, the game is a wondrous artistic and emotional creation that is ultimately let down by the game's stubborn uh, dedication to touch, uh, to touch controls he liked the awesome artwork and style and the fact that it creates an emotional bond with the child however he disliked the fact that some levels seem pointless uh, there's no option to use physical controls obviously again relying on touch screen and the fact that the puzzles are too easy and I do apologize if I pronounce that game wrong. For some reason, I just cannot pronounce Jap- weird Japanese games. And finally, this has actually gone up in the last um, couple of hours. We have, unsurprisingly, our review for Destiny. This is by Ernest Ling, who spent a considerable amount of time on the game, actually. So he has been able to form a very concrete opinion on it. And we have given Destiny a... Just wait for the page to load. Tension, tension, <laughs> tension. It's not loading. I have to scroll down. <laughs> Seven point five out of ten. He says that um, Destiny's faux MMO approach to shooters is a shallow, dull experience that even hardcore fans might find difficult to stick with, except to gaze at its worlds or engage in the entertaining, multi- competitive multiplayer. That actually sounds a lot more negative than the score. Yeah, I was so uh, say. we were actually, yeah, a good score. yeah, we were actually. Um, uh, it's funny enough, we actually got an email saying that we should actually probably change the final word to reflect the more positive element. So yeah, don't totally. take that. Yeah, t- uh, that will be changed. So, um, well, probably by the time you hear this podcast. He liked the um, gorgeous art design, the set of art, satisfying shooting mechanics, and the solid competitive multiplayer. However, he disliked the poorly written and executed story. I would somehow agree with that. The story actually wasn't as good as it could have been, especially with the, go- the, the, um, the lore that's there is actually really, really interesting. But it, I don't think it was presented as well as it could have been. Anyway, enough of my thoughts. Uh, in fact, there's uh, the inability to compute, uh, communicate with other players and the unfulfilled vision. Again, that's 7.5 out of 10 for Destiny, which uh, compared to the other scores, that's actually one of the, that, that's a strong review. I mean, as I, as we said earlier, but it has got quite a low, a few sixes in the odd 6.5 and 7. So that's a good score. Um, yeah, obviously, I think um, 
Destiny is going to be one of those franchises that gets better as it goes on, definitely. It reminds me of, I know they're totally different, but it reminds me of Assassin's Creed, where the first one was like a sort of a proof of concept, and but it had a lot of flaws in it. And then with the second one, they really hit the ball and um, knocked it out of the park. And I think Destiny will be like that. I think with the, uh, the as they expand the game and get into the sequels, I think we're going to see, especially in terms of a story, I think things are going to be definitely expanded upon. But yeah, there we go, guys. That's the reviews. And um, now we're going to move on. Don, if you're cool to talk about the Montreal Comic Con, is that cool with you? Very cool. cool. I can't wait. Uh, just before we do, though, yes. I don't know if you guys mind. Uh, it's kind of out of order, but there's just one little, uh, I guess it's we would classify it under, the, under news, but it's more of a PSA. Uh, there's this flash sale. Would you mind if I just talked about it uh, really quickly? Yeah, sure. Sure. It's on the uh, North American PlayStation Store. Um, there's, they're, they're having a flash sale this week. Oh, okay. You guys missed it. My bad. <laughs> All right. Cause it's only this weekend, <laughs> but, uh, by the time this episode goes up, it'll probably be done. So I, I didn't think about that beforehand, but just, uh, going to go over some interesting <laughs> games that are on special. If you guys missed some, I'm sorry, but, uh, there's burnout crash for, if you're a PlayStation plus member for $2.49, uh, crazy taxi on PS3 for two forty nine. Cool. Uh, Driver 76, which was a fun game. They discounted that to uh, $4.99. Let's see what else here. If you're if you're a fan of uh, Grid 2, that's $7.49. Mod Nation Racers is only $4.99. Um, Motorstorm Apocalypse, $4.99. Pretty good. Nice. Uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, $4.99. Need for Speed Most Wanted, $4.99. And those include the Vita versions. Uh, Ridge Racer 7, $4.99. Oh, this is a good game. Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, uh, oh. $9.99. Yeah, that's a good game. Uh, and yeah, there there are there are twenty five there are more than over twenty five racing games. If you had a chance to pick some up, uh, let us know. Drop a comment in the uh, PlayStation Unchained podcast um, article and let us know which games you picked up. Well, you let Mike know because really, I got nothing to do with the site anymore. But uh, <laughs> I hope you guys were able to catch some of the uh, the racing games on sale. Now, as for the Montreal Comic Con twenty fourteen, yeah, go for it, man. Sure. Uh, if I were to say, uh, basically, I have to get this across. The show keeps growing every year, and it's actually sponsored by PlayStation. So pretty relevant. Uh, the show is spo- Sony picked up the show uh, last year, sponsored sponsored it uh, by PlayStation. So there's a big PlayStation booth every year, and uh, this year I had the opportunity to go check out Mortal Kombat 10 or X. Um, I checked out Little Big Planet 3, Far Cry 4. Uh, a lot of fun. There were some other really cool games there. NHL 15, even though uh, that game had come out uh, during that week. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, there was The Order, 1886. I actually played The Order. Um, oh, wicked, man. Yeah, so I'll, I'll talk about some of those games. Uh, really fun. But uh, I gotta say, I'm not done talking about it, but Montreal Comic Con getting bigger every year. And it's, it's on its way to becoming probably one of the biggest conventions in North America. I know that Fan Expo... Uh, in Toronto is pretty big right now. Um, but man, Montreal Comic Con, I got to say, really surprised. And props to everybody that put that show together. Uh, props to everybody that organized the convention and, uh, you know, really ran, invited guests over. They have a, a very cool assortment of guests this year. They had Patrick Stewart, they had Hulk Hogan, they had. Oh, wicked. Uh, what, Chris Amell? Stephen Amell? I, I, sorry, I always screw up his name from Arrow, the TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my uh, God, Stephen I just Amell? realized um, it's the same show that Gary was at. Sorry? 
one of our one of our other writers was there as well. Oh, Gary, yeah, Gary yeah. Bagdasarov, yeah, he yeah. was at the same show as Don. Oh, cool. You guys have um, you you guys have met? I don't think Don. No, no way. The, Gary was in Montreal for that. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. We should have totally met up. That sucks. Is he still in Montreal? No, I think uh, he's no, back. I think he's back now, man. Oh, cool. Uh, still very cool. Um, they had the Austin St. John, the red power ranger who oh, I actually, shit. yeah, I actually interviewed. Um, so if you guys want, I'm just going to plug myself right now. If you don't mind. Oh, I was going to say, dude, where can I see this? <laughs> yes. It's, uh, I'm actually editing the uh, videos, uh, this week and this weekend. I already have a few up. So if you want, go check up, uh, some of my Montreal comic-con, um, coverage on my YouTube channel. It's a kind of a personal project that I'm doing now. I spoke about it on uh, R- RDGH. Yeah. But the show is called Jump Fox Jump. All one word. Jump Fox Jump. And I also have a podcast there uh, that Mike will be guesting on soon. So that's a little tease. But I have, uh, so far, I have uh, an interview of a very cool game called Anne um, coming s- next year. It's a downloadable uh, digital title. I interviewed Games by Mo, um, which is the studio uh, developer. Mo, who is the everything guy on the title. Very cool game. It's a Metroidvania. Uh, I, I watched that video, actually. I, I watched your interview. Yeah. Really? Yeah, How? Yeah, the everything guy, wasn't it? Mo, yeah. Yeah, yeah very cool. Yeah. How, doesn't that game look pretty cool? It does, actually. Yeah, it does. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's like a mix of uh, Metroid and Gradius and R-Type. It's super cool. So I'm very excited for that game. Uh, I played some other games that are on the show floor. Uh, Total Temple the Deluxe. Um, Machine Wars. There was just a, a bunch of cool games. And as for other guests that were that were there, um, there was the Blue Power Ranger as well. Oh, wow. Uh, the, uh, the Black Ranger. Uh, and I don't mean black as in black. <laughs> well, he is black. <laughs> but uh, Zach, and he, uh, his name was Walter. Damn, I'm doing a terrible job with the names right Oh, no, right I remember. Yeah, well, yeah, I can't remember his surname. Dennis, Dennis Rodier is the uh, Blue Ranger. Yeah. Um, and we all, there was also Harley more, uh, sorry, there was uh, George A. Romero. Oh, Christ. Uh, from Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, there was Harley Morenstein from the Epic Mealtime. Uh, like I said, Hulk Hogan. There was actually quite a few WWE guests. Any Buffy guys at all? No. Oh, yeah, 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 there was. <laughs> there was, Mike. Uh, fucking, uh, what's her name? Darla. Uh, Julie Benz. Oh, sweet. Julie Benz was there, and <laughs> she <laughs> looks terrific. <laughs> She looks so good, Mike. I actually thought of you as soon as I was there with like uh, one of my friends, and I was like, "Dude, fucking Buffy!" And like they had no idea what I was talking about. And I'm like, "Oh, I wish I had some of my Buffy friends with me right now." Yeah, no, she does look great, doesn't she? Oh my god, she, look really she looks good. so good. Yeah, she looks so good. Matt Smith from Doctor Who was there. Oh no, sorry, oh. he wasn't there. Oh, he was god. supposed to be. He was postponed. Sorry, my bad. Did you actually uh, speak to Julie Benz at all? No, I didn't. You know who else was there that I really wanted to speak to that was way too busy? Who? Uh, Norman Reedus. Oh, from The Walking Dead. Yeah, that and from upcoming Silent Hills. Hills. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's like I said. Look, look at uh, there was Patrick Stewart. Like, I mean, these are some pretty big wow. names. Did you, did you get to speak to Patrick at all? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, and it oh, is Stephen no, Amell. I didn't no. get to speak to Patrick. I, See, yeah. my problem is, is that like I said, Montreal Comic Con is getting so big. Uh, I'm only one man. and and a lot of my time was spent uh, also interviewing uh cosplayers uh you know playing a lot of the games there i I spent a lot of time at the sony booth and i had an issue with some of my equipment so i I came in late on saturday oh by the way the black power ranger is walter e jones oh right yeah Uh, yeah, and there was just so many cool uh there was uh freddy krueger 
was there. Uh, I can't remember his what, name. Robert Ungland? Yes, that's it. Is. Yeah. Good job, Mike. Thank you. No uh, he was there. There's just a <laughs> bunch of cool names. And uh, the show itself is so much fun. So the PlayStation booth. Yeah. Um, man. So let's, let me start off with The Order. Uh, the order before you do before you do dude i hate him to say this can you make sure. it a little bit concise just because we're pressed we might be pressed for time as we go on that's all so we can wrap up and stuff after. yes no i totally yeah. understand you're right Sorry, okay man. so i'll just talk about the order if yeah. i had to talk about one game there it'd yeah. be just the yeah order anyways. That, that's great man go for it yeah um the order hmm now i was really excited for this game uh now i i don't know i'm reserving some of my opinions the best thing i could say about the game is it's honestly probably one of the best looking games i have ever played uh, just from the frame rate right down to the, the the character models to the environments it really kind of blows your mind uh, when you see a game that was truly built uh, from the ground up for the PS4, mm. uh, and this is ready at dawn, man. Like, good job, guys. Um, I'm not wrong, right? That's ready at dawn? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. I, think, yeah I think they're collaborating with um, Santa Monica as well on this. Yeah, yeah. well, like, shit, uh, man, talk about small beginnings. These guys started off on the PSP, and look at them now. I mean, this is this game looks gorgeous. As for how it plays... I didn't. The, the, I, it was the beginning of the game. I was only fighting. Um, I was only fighting like enemy dudes. Like there weren't any werewolves or anything. They were like militants. I can't tell. Oh, like yeah. I don't know what faction they were from. I don't know. I don't really know much about the story, so I can't really. I don't know what exactly they were. I can't really call them Nazis. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like 1886. But um, yeah, future I was just fighting past like, Nazis. Yeah, exactly. I was fighting future past Nazis. And, uh, yeah, the weapons are uh, special. Those, you know, they're definitely uh, I, the main weapon that they were showing off in the demo uh, was this machine gun that would uh, the primary fire. The primary fire was actually it wasn't bullets. And it took me so long to figure it out. It was you're just firing kind of uh, like phosphorus dust. And it's like it was wow. these capsules that explode all around enemies. So there was just ended up being smoke everywhere. Like enemies were getting hit and they were kind of getting stunned, but they weren't going down. And I'm like, what's happening? And it, it took me a while to figure out uh, the alternate fire. You shoot a flare. So, oh, no, sorry. It wasn't phosphorus. It was thermite, like thermite dust. And so what ends up happening is uh, you just kind of coat enemies in dust and then you shoot a flare and it just ignites the whole area around them, which is actually really cool when I when I learned how to use it. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was the only weapon that I saw that, that was kind of fun to use. And again, I was only fighting like humanoid enemies. Like I wasn't fighting any werewolves or anything like that. That must be much more fun. Uh, and I, I guess the game didn't demo so well just because I was playing like really boring segments from the beginning. I, they must get better later. Uh, I'm just going to give it the benefit of the doubt, but I was, I got to say, I got to be honest, slightly disappointed with the Order 1886. Not something I wanted to say. You're not Uh, the only one who said that, actually. I have seen a few previews saying that they were a bit hesitant about it. So, yeah. uh, yeah. What is it? Is it just the mechanics? No, it's just... the AI or what? It's the AI that's definitely, it's, it's, it, it just doesn't feel right. I don't, it's hard to explain it. It it doesn't feel new. There's yeah. nothing new about it. Um, Apart from the, the setting, we- I guess. The weapons are cool. The setting is cool. The The game looks amazing. But you know how when you're playing Destiny, and admittedly, that's a first-person shooter, how the, 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 
the, the the firing mechanics, the, the mechanics of actually shooting are just spot on. How shooting in Destiny feels kind of like Call of Duty. Yeah. How it's just spot on. It's just kind of off in like a Max Payne 3 kind of way for, oh, for right. Order 1886. And Max Payne 3 was still very good uh, with the bullet time and stuff like that. But uh, something was just a little bit off. And, then, you know, the game still has some more time in the oven. But I didn't feel like I was able to pull off headshots swiftly. I didn't feel like the aiming. I just I, did, I always felt like I was missing my enemies. And I don't know. It, maybe it was the recoil. It's just... I, I didn't spend n- enough time with the game to really um, figure out what was wrong with the shooting, but it, it just wasn't perfect. But maybe you know, I can't. I, I'm, this is this was just a preview. Maybe it'll get better. Uh, as for another thing, I just want to mention: any Mortal Kombat fans, uh, don't worry. Mortal Kombat X gonna be awesome. Um, looks amazing. 1080p, 60 frames per second. The X-ray moves are cool, but the finishers are even cooler. And it's the most, take this for what you will, it's the most brutal Mortal Kombat game I've ever played. It's so over the top. Mortal Kombat 9 was over the top. But this one is just, like, they upped the, the grossness again. The gore is even more insane. And it's gonna fucking, once this graces your PS4 and Xbox One, I guarantee you, you'll probably forget about Mortal Kombat 9 anyways. So, I know we're running low on time. I gotta say, um montreal comic-con if you live in canada or if you live in any of the northern states try to check it out next year um it's tons of fun really cool guests uh a lot of really cute girls really good (laughs) cosplay very cool booths uh we're seeing a lot of emerging artists from montreal and around uh really cool comic artists from every type of genre i mean and that that could be said for any type of any comic-con but really i gotta say i've been to quite a few events myself and i see really good things um in in store for montreal comic-con in in the coming years and the fact that it's it's sponsored by playstation and the the fact that the playstation booth gets even cooler every year Mm. uh if you're a fan of games check out montreal comic-con you can't go wrong that's awesome, man. Thanks for yeah, talking that's, about that. Yeah, that's it. That's that all I got. I, let's, <laughs> let's wrap up the show. Oh, and uh, again, uh, in case you're wondering, if you do want to catch any of the coverage that I have on uh, Montreal Comic Con, like I said, uh, there's a YouTube channel, Jump Fox Jump, all one word. Uh, you can follow Jump Fox Jump on Twitter. Uh, but more on that after, I guess. And uh, yeah, Montreal Comic Con. A lot of fun. Check it out. Awesome, man. Thanks for that, dude. Um, Don't worry about well, um, we're after wrap up the show um, in a sec, um, but... Before we do that, just, we'll just quickly go over what we've been playing, although this is, <laughs> I don't know why we're bothering. Uh, with me, uh, with me, I can just sum this up in one word. Destiny, next. Yep. Uh, ben, Diablo 3. Cool, cool. Anything else? Uh, Diablo 3 and Infamous First Light. Sweet, sweet. Cool, man. Um, ben, how about you? Uh, I finished <laughs> off Naruto, yep. Destiny, and Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. Cool. Kid. I thought I saw you on Final Fantasy fourteen today. I, I popped on quickly to do the event before it ended. Cool, cool. I'm actually trying to think I have actually been on another game, but I don't... Actually, no, I tell you, I've, I've just finished off uh, the uh, uh, Last of Us Remastered again. Um, I'm actually... Oh. I'm not a trophy guy at all, but I have actually been trying to get as many trophies as I can with that game, and I've almost done all the single-player ones, so I'm quite happy Thank about you, that. Thank you, Rock. You are a fucking... I love you. <laughs> Cheers, man. I um I've just finished it on grounded uh, uh for the nice. second time so and I've loved it loved every second of that game on grounded but that is I don't think I could go back to the um earlier difficulties now especially when you can like 
detect where enemies are. I just couldn't do that. It's so much more brutal and grounded and so much more realistic. It really, cool. it really feels so much like a pure survival game, survival horror, survival action, whatever oh. the hell you want to call it. Yeah, I know you. You're a big fan of that game, right, Don? So, so, such a big fan. I want to play it right now. You just yeah. kind of got me in the mood again. Yeah, uh, I just want to say, yeah, uh, there's this really cool uh, feature in Diablo where you can send uh, your buddies gifts. There's this very cool nemesis mode. Chili knows what I'm talking about. Uh, you can you can kill a nemesis that has killed one of your friends on your friends list. Um, and if you don't kill him, it transfers virally to your friends list from your your friends friends list and friends and friends and friends list and friends list and friends lists and, and oh, friends. Wow. <laughs> but anyways, you could send legendaries. Uh, you could send really cool equipment to your friends. You can even while you're hunting, you can find equipment for your friends. And I've found Chili some equipment, and he's found me some equipment. Chili, by the way, log on to Diablo whenever you can. You'll see there's just stuff waiting for you in your mailbox. Oh, thank you. Um, Awesome. If any, if anybody wants, I, that's why I'm trying to grow my friends list uh, for people uh, of people that are playing Diablo. Because the the more friends you have that play Diablo, the better the game gets for you. Just because you get more uh, equipment sent to you, and you send out more equipment, uh, you get more nemesis bosses showing up in your game. So if you guys have Diablo for PS4, feel free to add me. Um, this is Don, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's other underscore O T H E R underscore. Add me on PSN if you play Diablo. Maybe we could uh, quest together. And uh, maybe you can find me some loot, and maybe I can find you some. Loot. <laughs> I actually, I speaking of it, I need to add you to PSN because I've got uh, I've got you yes. on my old PS3 account, but obviously that's like pretty much dead now. So I need to yes. add you to my new one. So I will Please. do that, man. That'd be great, yeah. dude. Cool, man. Um, well, before we close, um, uh, Ben, did you guys read out uh, the last email from Fonz on the last episode? <laughs> no, we did not. Okay, well, this was actually sent nine days ago, but um, he says oh, uh, not knowing what uh, when the next episode will be uh, really uh, really say, um Today is my birthday, and my girlfriend oh. is trying to buy me Destiny bundles. So, what should I expect from Destiny? This was sent on September 11. So, happy belated birthday, Fonz! First of all, um, t- actually, I think I think your question would have been answered at this point because we've been talking about Destiny the whole podcast. Buy it, I think, buy it, buy it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely get it, man. Um, this is coming from someone who doesn't usually like shooters, much less online shooters. So, and I've really enjoyed it. So, I really do recommend you should get it. Just. Li- uh, yeah, but as you can hear from there, bye, bye, bye. Yes. Sorry, sorry, it's, it's not subliminal messages. <laughs> it's great, man. It's um, you know, there's tons of content in there. The shooting mechanics are solid. There's some really good customization options. Yes, it's got it's got its flaws, but it's got its flaws. But what game hasn't? So I re- I, I think you should try it, man. It, it's really good fun. The uh, the um, if you've got some buddies to play uh, play with on there, then it, it's even better. It really comes alive when you you join like a fire team and stuff. And the online multiplayer is great, man. Really, really frantic. So, yeah, uh, that's um, all the emails we have. Uh, we never seem to get more emails. Please email us, guys. Podcast at PSU.com. We yes. really want more emails. We, we miss you guys. And uh, our, Don, you can email us and we'll read out your emails. I will. <laughs> Seriously, don't, yeah. don't be surprised. You guys won't be seeing me uh, anymore on the website itself. I won't be on the homepage. You might only be seeing me on PlayStation Unchained. So uh, don't no, forget. There's no mics about it. You will. Don will be a regular guest. We are hoping to get a rep. Yeah, yeah. Definitely hoping to have you as a regular guest, man. Along with Rob as well. We, we need to get Rob back on. Rob. So I'm a guest on my fucking podcast by my podcast that you guys hijacked. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. You guys keep listening to a PlayStation Unchained. As you can tell, uh, they're still fucking keeping the torch lit. Uh, make sure, like Mike said. Fucking send emails, man. Yes. It used to be so fun reading emails uh, on, on air. So podcasts at PSU.com. Or is it podcast or podcasts? Podcast. podcast. Okay, because yeah, you guys podcast. have multiple shows now. Yeah. 
Um, it's kind of confusing, actually. Yeah, our DGH has its own separate one, and we just figured it'd be easier that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I have you guys. I'm subscribed to you guys uh, on, on – I use a program called G-Potter that kind of uh, puts all my podcasts together. And I, I just – it's just this – I just find that sometimes there's just an insane uh, – like. I'll, I'll check one week and I'll check the next week and I'm like, wait, there's fucking four or five episodes? What the hell happened? <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of like organize, for, we reschedule things and everything like when we post for podcasts up now. It used to be like a Friday and now we switched to a Monday and because of that we had to skip a week or do more. I think they, yeah. they missed a few episodes of RTGH. To be honest, I don't know what the hell goes on there. This is yeah, my okay. domain. so <laughs> I would tone it down. I would tone it down. But then again, who the hell am I? I'm just a guest. Um, oh yeah, um, we are. Um, well, unchained, unchained will always be once a week. I can say that for, for a fact. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's, definitely. That's... Um, we we did try. We, we used to do it um, every fortnight, like with um, uh, derailed. But uh, once a week is once a week works well. I think. Yeah, and, and the best part about Unchained is that they actually stick to their fucking schedule, unlike Podcast Derailed. <laughs> that was the worst with that. Uh, so I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry, fair, guys. To be fair, Don, the name was Derailed. You were sticking to your exactly. own schedule. Yeah, you were. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Cool, guys. Well, unfortunately, guys, that's uh, all we got time I've got, for. Let's... I've got a few things to talk about before we, we end, Mike. Sorry. Uh, yeah, can I just, yeah, we'll just do the contacts and then you can take over there, okay. Ben. Um, you can, if you want to email me, guys, you can email me at mike.harrodits.psu.com. Don, do you want to give out your contact details, man? Like Twitter and all that sure uh you want to you want to get in touch with me i'm totally cool you want to see what i'm doing now uh if you're a fan of podcast derailed please check me out i'm at don other on on twitter d-o-n-o-t-h-e-r and like i said uh my youtube channel is jump fox jump one word awesome man and last but not least ben do you want to twitter my usual stuff is chili underscore uk you can contact me at ben.shilberhall at psu.com my psn is chili and you all can also contact chili on neogaf Awesome. Cool. I would I would read out my PSN ID, but I can't remember if there's an underscore before <laughs> figure whatever. I know it's Billy Cohen eighty four, but um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I just, it's just terrible, isn't it? I can't remember the damn thing. I think it's Billy Cohen I think it's Billy Cohen underscore eighty four or Billy underscore Cohen eighty four. Try one of those. <laughs> I, I would check, but my friends this isn't loading fast enough. Oh, okay. Um capital letters for the B and C, yeah. But try that. You're admin. You guys are already adding me actually. Two people have added me from the show and compliment cool. the show. So thanks for that guys again. Um, um that's really cool of you. Okay, uh Ben, you had something to say quickly. Okay, um as a lot of you uh, people on Twitter know, I'm gonna be busy, very busy next week with a few interviews. Uh, yeah. so if you want to email me any questions um, I'll try to come into. I don't know if I can say them all because I'm only going to get half an hour each one of these, but I'll take them into consideration. consideration. Uh, I am speaking with the division team at 12 o'clock Thursday, then Dead Island 2 at 1 o'clock, then the Far Cry 4 team at 2 o'clock the same day, and then the Witcher 3 team at 5.30, and then the next day I'm at the pub with Square <laughs> Enix playing Lords of the Fallen, Lovecraft, yep. and Sleeping Dogs with a preview of Life is Strange and the Square Enix Collective. And, and this I'm... is all part of the Eurogamer Expo, isn't it, Ben? Yeah, well, except for the pub part, for some reason. Yeah. That's okay. somewhere else. I'd... Yeah. And um, so, yeah. yeah, actually, um, I... Sorry, carry on, Ben. And if you see, if you want to meet me at Eurogamer, I know there's a few people who do, like Crimson Punisher. Remember to and me. Contact... Hey, Mike. <laughs> Remember to contact me, and I will set up a time and time that I can meet you guys. Yeah, well, I will be in London as well on Friday. I can't actually say why, but um, I will. I am definitely going to look forward to talking about that whenever I can. So hopefully, I'll, hopefully, I'll be told when that is. But yeah, it should be interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm down in London, Ben. So hopefully, I'll be hey. actually be able to meet you. <laughs> <laughs>
so taking a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> selfie <laughs> okay, cool, guys. Well, um, thank you I'm, for listening I'm again, guys. Too short to fit in the picture, though. No, no, you can stand on my shoulders. <laughs> um, or I'll bend down. Uh, <laughs> um, thank you for um, joining us again, guys. That's episode 55. Don, thank you for coming on, man. That was awesome, dude. Thank you for inviting me, brother. Always a pleasure. And, and Ben, as always, man, it's always a pleasure to have you on the podcast, man. Um, that was just the three of us today. We were hoping to have Paul on, but uh, I don't know. what uh, Paul wasn't around in the end. But um, hopefully next week we'll have a full, uh, full team on, guys. Um, well, uh, cheers, uh, for all of our listeners again, to all our um, guys on PSU, all the staff, Bonds, of course, my mate Richard. There's too many people. I'll be here forever if I thank everyone. Just all the usual guys. Thanks very much for listening. And um, well, Don, I hope to get you back on the podcast very soon. And then I will see you again next week. And I will be hosting, I believe. Is that right? Yep, you'll be hosting. Okie dokie. Well, um, okay, guys. It's good night from me. And it's good night from yes, him. Yes, sir. Take Later. it easy, guys. We all love you. Big kiss for you. Mwah. <laughs> See you, guys. Blue, blue, girl.